1: Thank you so much to our sponsor, Healing Insight, acupuncture and holistic medicine on Grand Avenue in St. Paul, Minnesota. Owner Senya May and her team of practitioners can help patients with everything from digestion to weight loss, autoimmune conditions to fertility and so much more. But today we're talking about sleep. It is crucial to our health and a lot of us aren't getting enough good quality rest. And Senya says things like stress or anxiety, a nutritional deficiency or a hormonal imbalance can be impacting our sleep. Healing Insight can help with those issues and treat you with acupuncture, utilizing calming points on the wrist, on the heart meridian that help you finally relax and sleep. And recommending herbs to calm stress and supplements to balance hormones. I see Senia regularly. She places needles in strategic points and then just lets me rest. I call it an acupuncture nap. And it's like a full night of restorative sleep in about 30 minutes. Visit HealingInsightOnline.com to see Senia's gorgeous new website and learn all about all of the treatments she offers. That's healinginsightonline.com.
2: I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is The Nest, our mini-so that's all about the delightful and delicious things that make our homes just where we want to be. And we're home a lot these days, so we thought we'd do a little home love list.
1: I love this, and it's feeling so, like, fall and cozy. I mean, in Minnesota, we've already had a major snowstorm, so, but it's back up in the 60s again, and I just feel like this is my favorite time of year for cozy fall things, and of course, I'm home on maternity leave, so if you hear baby Heathcliff in the background, that's because I'm holding him right now, rocking, and I have my finger on his little nookie, and he is resting, so I don't know, guys, how this (laughs) is going to go, but this is my life right now, so this is what we get
2: so right off the top on both of our love lists is a nookie (laughs)
1: because it's making him happy (laughs) yes but okay we're totally in like the food zone Marjorie so I want to know about your first pick for November what are you loving?
2: Okay, so my first pick for November, I saw on Instagram, there's an artisan bread company here called Proof. So it's something that unless you live in the Valley, you probably can't get, but you can sure look for wherever you live. So Proof just makes fabulous, fabulous bread. And they made last week a pumpkin-shaped loaf of bread that was pumpkin sourdough. Yum! And I sent you the picture of it because it is a thing of beauty. I ate one of them. I ordered two. I ate one and I can't bring myself to eat the other because it's just so beautiful. So just envision it's bread molded to look like a pumpkin and then the little stem is a, is a toasted cinnamon stick.
1: Oh, I was wondering what the stem was.
2: Yeah, it's a toasted cinnamon stick. It's just a beautiful piece of food art. But pumpkin sourdough, and I know you're making sourdough these days, so I just wanted to throw this in front of you, because you could actually make this. Yes. Um, It's delicious. It's so good. So that's what I'm loving, is the pumpkin sourdough bread. And we'll post the picture of this, because I want everybody to see it. It's just gorgeous.
1: It is true, though. It's a good reminder, Marjorie, and I think, oh, I know Heathcliff. It's a good reminder, though, seeking out great bread is worth mm-hmm. it. Like, bread always oh, yeah. gets demonized as being this terrible thing, and, no. and sort of this, like, filler thing. And, oh, don't fill up on the bread. But that's because we're not finding great bread. Like right. seek out good bread, treat yourself to that great bread and enjoy it. And it's a totally different perspective than just like cheap wonder bread that you're just eating just because. I and, like that and, idea.
2: Yeah, and I don't eat artisan bread every day, but I wanted to I wanted to this was so beautiful I had to buy it and it this was it, A little bit expensive. But it also is something that I think you could, if you're a bread maker, you could attempt this shape at home. And how pretty would this be on a Thanksgiving table? Oh, I love it. It's it's so beautiful. Okay, my first um, item on my
1: love list is this broccoli cheddar soup from this uh, blog called Spoon Fork Bacon. Okay, Marjorie, I've done this three times. (laughs) And I bring this up because sometimes I think the Internet, when it comes to recipes, can just be like this place where there's so many and it can feel... Feel really overwhelming and there are a lot of bad recipes out on the internet this blog spoon fork bacon is so good and this broccoli cheddar soup is unbelievable and it's so easy i can make it in 20 minutes with a baby on oh, me that's good and and then everybody loves it and it's so good leftover it is absolutely wonderful and i will tell you pro tip to make the best soup you have to use the best stock like, you have to use great chicken stock. And my husband is to the point now where if I'm out of homemade stock and I use store-bought, he'll be able to tell.
2: <laughs> he'll really? the soup
1: and he'll go, does oh this God. have your stock in it? And I'll go, no, I was out. And he's, he's like, okay. And it's still great. Oh, but if you want to elevate yeah. your soup to the level of over-the-top good regardless of the recipe, you've got to make your own chicken stock. And, and you'll be rewarded for it. But this recipe for broccoli cheddar soup is just like, it's like everything you want a broccoli cheese soup to be. But when you get it at a restaurant, usually it's like this gloppy mess. And it, this version is phenomenal.
2: Well, at some point, I think you're going to have to teach me how to make my own stock. Although I know I could Google it, but it'd be more fun if you taught me how to do it. Although I have a problem, and this brings me the, to the next thing on my love list. I have a problem with bones, which might be a problem with stocks because I That's believe there
1: are... 100% going to be a problem.
2: <laughs> there are bones involved in stock, and here's why. So... I'm going to spend Thanksgiving with my husband, but our children are not going to travel to be with us because of COVID. So it's sort of sad because we were not together last Thanksgiving. So this will be our second Thanksgiving that we won't be together. And one of our children in particular, Campbell, is not happy about it, but it just doesn't seem like the right time to be traveling. It just doesn't. And I, you know, I haven't seen my husband in about five weeks, so I'm going to go see him, but everybody else is going to stay in place. So I thought I will send them Thanksgiving dinners. And so I wanted to test uh, a smoked turkey, something that they really wouldn't have to cook, and it would just be there, and they could sort of pick at it. So I ordered a smoked turkey from a company called Brunfels Smokehouse out of Texas. I wanted to try it. Yeah. And it is – I got the cracked pepper turkey. Yum. Fantastic. Fully smoked. So all you have to do is put it in the oven for like 10 or 15 minutes to heat it up. But it's delicious. But here's the problem. It was an 8 to 10-pound turkey that I ordered, which <laughs> is huge, for myself. So I called my husband. I'm like, how – what do you <laughs> – And he's like, Marjorie? And this makes me sound like, just doesn't make me sound like the brightest person in the world, but I've never, ever carved a turkey. I've never, the only thing I've ever done with a Thanksgiving turkey is taken a slice from a platter. Well, that's okay. I
1: think a lot of people have done that. I mean, some people just have the turkey carver, and if it's not you, it's not you.
2: Well, and then taking the turkey off the bone is beyond carving. It is like being a vulture on the side of a highway. It was perhaps the grossest experience I've ever had. And I'm going to be honest, and I'm so sorry about the wasteful nature of this. I couldn't do the legs. Like when you see people pull the legs off and all – I just – I was getting nauseous as I was doing it. So I just got the meat that I wanted, stuck that in the refrigerator. But all of that having been said – if you want something really easy then this Thanksgiving, if you have sort of a small pod coming over, think about a smoked turkey. It is delicious. And this company's out of Texas. It was pretty good. But if you just Google smoked turkeys, you're going to find William Sonoma does it. There's all different kinds of companies that do it with all different kinds of turkeys. But I think it's a, a really, great idea to make your Thanksgiving a little bit easier if it's going to be a hard Thanksgiving, which for a lot of families it's going to be because they're not going to be together. No, you're absolutely right. But that's back back to the bones. I should have kept the bones to make stock. I Even always I keep know the that. bones to
1: make stock. Yeah. That's like, that's why I always buy the turkey because then I'm I the know. one who gets to keep the bones. That's always what I do.
2: Oh, I, I'm going to keep that line. I'm the one that gets to keep the bones
1: because <laughs> <laughs> I bought the turkey. turkey. <laughs> that's that's that a that true so cook true. right there. Okay. The next thing that I'm loving in November is a hot toddy. This is my oh. favorite drink. And I thought that I would just share how we make ours. Okay. So we make these pretty regularly just for Halloween when we were out with the kids trick-or-treating we did like a little socially distanced neighborhood thing and they had candy and treats just sitting out. Oh, um, nice. So Jay and I make these and then we take them out on the walk with us and I just love to have them if there's any sense of like if you have a little bit of a sore throat or a tickle in your throat I just think these totally do the trick. So what I do is I heat up uh, water in a, an electric kettle And then in a mug, and I use those Yeti mugs that stay hot forever, I do about one and a half ounces of rye whiskey, the juice of half a lemon, about a teaspoon of honey. I throw a cinnamon stick in there and then just top the whole thing off with hot water, mix it up. And it is heaven, Marjorie. It's like the most cozy thing. And then the other thing that's so nice about it is, especially if you're trying to just, if you really enjoy a cocktail, but you feel like maybe you can overindulge and have more cocktails than you really want to have. If you have... Like a hot drink is such a good solution to that because it takes a while to drink. Like you're not That's slamming true. a hot drink like <laughs> like a cold old fashioned. You can like... Take it down like a champ, right? Oh, yeah. We've all been there. Oh, oh, yeah. Easy peasy. It's so true. And so a hot drink kind of slows the process and I think has you sort of savoring it a little bit more and feeling that cozy feeling. So that's how we make ours at our house and we love them. So make that, do it, drink
2: it. Do you always use like a fresh lemon or do you sometimes use lemon juice? Never lemon juice out of a
1: jar. Always a fresh lemon. Yeah. Always a fresh lemon. Okay. Yeah. I I I think think that's a big difference. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, on my list for November, the November love list is vintage China. And oh, I'm sweet. just gonna, I'm just gonna put this out there into the universe for all of the families celebrating Thanksgiving. This year, more than ever, we have to make whoever gathers together, how many people can gather together. And hopefully, you know, you're in your small pod and you're staying safe, that you make it an extra special table. And I think vintage china always does that. I have three different sets of china that I love, and I actually just found one that is perfect for Thanksgiving. It's from the 60s, actually, and it has all of those great warm fall colors. It's got sort of a old-fashioned pattern, but it's got uh, sort of a, a mustardy yellow a kind of a good um, sort of a glowy orange, you know, all those sort of earthy colors, and it just sets a beautiful Thanksgiving table. So that's what I'll be using this Thanksgiving. But I just want to encourage people, pull everything out, even if it's just like for me, it's just going to be my husband and myself, which yeah. will be sad but I'm going to set a beautiful table. We're going to have the full Thanksgiving dinner. We'll be zooming or facetiming with our kids and they'll have their Thanksgiving dinners and just make the best of it, but make it pretty and special. And so I'm just pull out anything you have that's pretty or even go online. You can find so many beautiful sets of china online that are super cheap. Super cheap. So that's I my too, that's my. You
1: know, I think that's great advice and if this year has taught us anything, it's use the good stuff. Enjoy the good stuff. I mean, you have no idea how long things are going to be happening and what we're going to be, what life is going to be like. Use the good stuff if you have it and enjoy it. I mean, there's no reason to just let it sit and then you're going to just pass it down to somebody else to have it sit in a box again. It doesn't make any sense. Use it. This is the time. It totally is. Okay, I have one more thing, and this is a spice blend that I think everybody should get, and I just used it for dinner last night, and it's so good. So this company is called Here's the Deal Spice Company, and it's a husband-wife team based in Minnesota who just have a few little really great spice blends, and there's one called their 127 blend, and I got my hands on it and have been using it, and all I did, Marjorie, last night for dinner was take, I mean, the most boring thing ever, boneless skinless chicken breasts, okay? Right. And I put some olive oil in a pan and some butter in a pan, and then I seasoned up the chicken breast just with this organic 127 blend, which has all sorts of good stuff in it. It's got garlic and like big chunks of, of dried garlic, salt, pepper, paprika, lots of herbs and spices. And then I just heavily coated the chicken with this spice and then flipped it and cooked it low and slow In the olive oil and the butter. And it was amazing that a boneless, skinless chicken breast was not dry. And it had so much flavor. And then I made some quick mashed potatoes and some steamed up some frozen peas. And that was dinner and my That's daughter perfect. bernie just kept going this is so good this dinner is so good <laughs> and and everybody just loved it and i'm i'm trying to like cook and manage a lot right now and we've right. definitely been doing our fair share of ordering out and ordering in meals since we um had the baby uh, but I've been trying to do some quick things at home that are healthy, and this was so delicious. So it's 12 bucks for a little jar of it. It's also a fun idea, I think, as we approach the holidays to start to think about like gifts that people can use up.
2: Yeah. And this yeah. is
1: such a good one, Marjorie. I think you and Ian would love this.
2: Now I have to ask you, because I think chicken breasts, a really good chicken breast, I love, but it's really hard to find flavorful chicken. Yeah is there a certain kind that you buy I mean I buy local as
1: much as I can here there's a farm yep. called Cottageon that I um, that's available at a lot of the co-ops and so oh, I buy nice. that and if you can buy like a heritage chicken if you can buy from your local farmer and you can buy it past your raised it's just like eggs where you know it's gonna taste better and you and it's not injected with water and all this weird yep. stuff. My mom always said when we were growing up, she would say, I can smell a cheap chicken a mile away. (laughs) It was like a very Southern thing for her to say. Yeah. I can smell a cheap chicken a mile away. And that's just another example where... It's, it's, it's like when we talked to our friends from Littlefoot Farm, remember on our podcast? Yep. yep. And we her. talked about Karen would say, she said, this is going to sound funny, but eat less meat from someone who sells yep. meat. She says, eat less meat and eat really good meat. Yep. So buy the best quality and just eat less of it. And then you will enjoy it more. And I think that is my best advice when it comes to chicken I, and if my mom's that's, around
2: she can smell a cheap chicken <laughs> i think that's great advice i think that's great advice
1: if you're enjoying this podcast please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts
2: and write us a review at apple podcasts find us on facebook and instagram at best of the nest or go to best of the nest.com to subscribe to our newsletter we are the podcast that brings you home